the Mindful Biz Podcast. I'm Alison Morgan, Business Coach at Relauncher. In today's episode, Natalia joins us. She's the founder of Australian fashion label, Natalia. Through the brand's zero inventory model, Natalia makes garments to order based on a vision for circular fashion economy. Shoppers receive their custom-made and made-to-last garments, which not only minimises production waste, but helps women to feel more confident in their better-fitting wardrobe essentials. At the crux of her mission is empowering women to love their bodies through size and inclusivity. No two women are the same, so why should their clothes be? Natalia, thanks so much for joining us here today. How are you? I'm well. How are you, Alison? I'm I'm very well. Whereabouts are you located? So I am speaking to you from Sydney this morning. Sunny Sydney. Yes. Isn't it beautiful weather? It is beautiful, but um, we're in in lockdown, so that's... Yes. Never mind. (laughs) Out of our control. All right, then. I know. Before we start talking about your business, I would love you to introduce yourself to the listeners. Okay, great. Well, um, hi, everyone. My name is Natalia Baropoulos. I am the um, founder and chief creative director of my own um, fashion label, Natalia. Um, It is a customizable women's wear brand um, and everything is made to order right here in Sydney. Yeah, fascinating. I can't wait to speak about this. How long ago did you launch the brand? Um, okay, so I I launched the brand in 2014, but it was very different to what it is today. Yeah. Um, and it was more of a side hustle um, because I was sick of the corporate world and I just needed some deeper creative expression. So um, I launched it as a, um, a silk I guess, sleepwear brand back then Um, and it's evolved um, greatly since 2014 and I relaunched it in 2018 um, Mm. with a different operating business model, so made to order and um, a really different vision as well. Wow. More ready to wear garments, yeah. So so when you were in corporate, what were you doing? Yeah. I was um, was working in marketing, so I worked um, for – um, a whole heap of health um, organisations. One of the largest ones I worked for was Bupa. Um, and we did a lot of um, women's um, health marketing. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it, it was, it was, it's very different, obviously, to what I'm doing now. Um, <clears throat> so I don't have a background in fashion. Yeah. Um, I had to learn everything along the way. I had to network myself. Um, and it's been um, a dream journey, but a very hard road just because I don't have that background. Do you know, um, that's very interesting hearing about your um, background because your corporate background is very similar to mine. And I actually used to work for MBS Private Health Insurance, which was then taken over uh, by Uber. So we probably yeah. know the same people in marketing because some of them stayed on and I moved to London. So, yes. That's really that's really interesting because when that merger happened, I moved on as well. Oh, how in- you know what? We, we will definitely know the same people. Probably, yeah, definitely, definitely. What what was your role in marketing there? I just have to know because I just wonder. 
Um, so it was just um, just corporate corporate marketing officer. Your corporate. Okay. Um, so you, do you know yeah. do you know Leanne Willing? No, I don't. Okay. All right then. She must have left just yeah. before you then. Right. Okay. I was Probably. In, I yeah. was in the product marketing team. But we so product marketing for private health insurance products. So yeah, there you go. Right. Yeah, we worked we worked with product yeah. to kind of get all the market. Anyway, we digress, Correct. but yeah. Okay, so we're moving on from private health insurance marketing onto fashion. Yes. So with, with <laughs> fashion background, how on earth did you know how to navigate starting up this business? Um, it kind of sounds crazy, but I just like did it all via intuition um, and really took advantage of networking with people um, and just, you know, having coffees and just talking to everyone, reaching out and saying, hey, um, I'm starting up this business. I really want to know how to how to go about it. Will you just sit down for five minutes with me and have a coffee? Um, So I spoke to a breadth of people, um, people who owned uh, modeling agencies to like PR firms uh, and really the first PR firm that I went with go lightly um, which they're no longer around anymore but they really helped me find my manufacturers and we kind of worked together as a team to really uh, find people to support the business um, so I can't say I did it all by myself because I didn't um, I really had a great great community around me that really just genuinely wanted to help wow Um, yeah so so the brand as you see it today is and I love this it's a zero inventory model business model yes zero inventory which means you've got no stock in hand and it's all made to order so this your business obviously evolved into this model what what Mm. was the trigger Mm -hmm. for making this happen the um, epiphany moment, the aha moment. <laughs> um, it was um, so. It was probably when I had my daughter in 2018. Was that um, aha moment really? Um, because I just really became aware that my present actions will affect her, her generation, and all those to follow. Um, and so I just thought, you know, I didn't want to contribute to the world the way I did with a massive inventory markdown sales and like not really you know respecting the environment and all those who created it so I really wanted to build a brand with um, sincerity produce ethical fashion whilst contributing to the world in a more positive way Um, so I think really motherhood and um, that stage in my life really um, helped me to shape the business to to the way it was to really, you know, create a positive impact on yeah. women and the community and the world. Um, I know it sounds so cliche, but it, it really was that moment and that's when I decided to leave corporate full-time um, and be on my business full-time as well because before that it was just more, like I said, a side hustle and a, and a passion project. Yeah. And it was from, from that moment as well that I I just really nailed down and really concentrated on what I what I wanted the brand to be, the vision, the products, um, and so that's where it kind of just evolved from that moment. So, so the so the customer journey or the customer process, they go onto your website, they choose an Correct. item that they would like to purchase. Is is yeah. money, is money exchanged at checkout, or how how does this work? Considering that it's customized to order. 
Yeah. So um, if you were to go online and um, let's say that with um, summer coming up, you want a really nice silk slip. So you choose the neckline that you would like. We have various necklines available and more coming for spring and summer. And you then choose your fabric, whether you want silk or linen. Um, they're the two varieties that we currently have. Um, we're also introducing tensile soon. And then you go on and you choose whether you want thick straps, adjustable straps. You can um, alter the dress um, to make it shorter, to make it longer. And, and then you basically um, hit, uh, you put it in your cart and then you check out. So money is exchanged then. Yeah, okay. We also have, so there, there are slips where our pants and our tops are a little bit different where we, you select your height first yeah. and then we proportionally tailor the garment to suit your height. Okay. So it's a little bit different to our slips. Um, so, and that's, yep. And yeah, that's no, just no, because we've got, on. Yep. yeah, we just, we just want women to have a better fit um, and have, to have a little bit more freedom with the fashion that they're buying into because at the moment it's all quite standardised and what you may like, I don't like. And I have forever dreamed, I'm quite tall, um, I see a dress and I just wish it was, you know, 10 centimetres longer or yeah. I wish it just had adjustable straps. Um, so that's where it kind of came into just giving women the freedom to customise, to suit their personal style and also their body because we're all different. Like, exactly. You know, yeah. Exactly. Okay, so they check out, they purchase it. Um, it's a two- to three-week turnaround, correct? Yes, correct. So we um, cut and make everything on demand here in Sydney. So we have a really great um, small group of craftswomen and men who work um, – quite hard to get those orders out in two or three weeks so yeah. they um they've, they've been working in the industry in Australia for years um you know our my seamstress she's been working in the industry for 40 years plus and she used to work with Colette again and same with my cutter so they're very um precise and they you know, Colette Dinian had a lot of um you know beaded beaded garments and silks and etc so the team that I have working for me are quite used to the high quality and that's what they, they bring mm. to the table with the brand. So, yeah. Now, now shopping online, because I, I nearly do, pretty much do everything online, um, but yep. with clothing, I often, when, mm. I, when I'm buying things online, I often buy things and then, um, you know, if they're not right, I'll return them. So because this yes. is custom ordered, how mm. does work if there's a return because it doesn't look right on them yeah so um the way we try and avoid returns because we really you know we're all about zero waste um, yeah. inventory we try and shoot on different um body shapes as well so I consciously um decided to shoot on let's say a size size 8 model and then we also have a size 14 16 um, model as well that are all different shapes yes. um, so we're hoping that you know women can kind of visualize the garment on on a different shape than that than that typical model figure yeah. um, but all our look you know online shopping is tricky and we're not saying that you can't return it so all, all our garments are returnable um, and generally um, we have a 
quite low return rate. Um, I would probably say, you know, two, two to 5% of our garments are returned. And that's just because, you know, women, when women reach out to us via email, they ask us a lot of like thick questions and we're really, we really want them to, um, to make the right decisions. So we spend a lot of time with them talking about the fit. Um, and we also, you know, we have that, you buy into the brand, it's like a long-term investment. So a lot of women just don't purchase it on the fly. So they yeah. spend a little bit more time researching. But, um, yeah, it, it is returnable because sometimes it just doesn't suit. And then, um, you know, we don't want the inventory to go to waste. So at the end of the season, we may put things on sale. Um, so women who couldn't buy into the brand at the higher price can then purchase the pieces at a lower price. And then the garment still goes to a loving home um, at the end of the day. So nothing is really wasted. Um, it's all. Yeah. Yeah. It's so all, do, it's do all you spend stuff. a lot of time, um, you know, like is the customer service, are you getting involved with the customer way, way, way more than if this was just a standard online store? Oh, definitely. Like a lot, there's a lot of women who um, are just, you know, they, they chat with us and they're like, I'm just about to check out um, I just want to make sure that this is the right fit or they would send their actual measurements to us and they'll say, you know, this is my bust, my waist, um, my hips. I want a bit of a looser fit. Do you think a size 16 or 18 will suit? And so we really kind of have that conversation with the customer way before they make the purchase. Mm -hmm. And a lot of the times since we have that conversation and then they make the purchase, they don't end up returning. But they actually send us an email and saying, thank you so much for letting us you know, chat to you about fit, it, it's actually perfect. And, you know, they they thank us for our time. But that's what we're here for. Like, we just want to make it simple for women um, and a bit more personal, personable. So good. so good. Can I ask, with the tensile, um, mm. because it's tensile linen, so does that mean that it's less likely to crease or what does that mean? Yeah, so it is a little bit more. Um, so the tensile offers the fabric a bit more of a luxurious feel because linen is sometimes, you know, it, it, it's not it's not completely smooth and it's got a little bit of a texture to it. So the tensile um, weaved into the linen just has, uh, it just smooths out the fabric a little bit more. And it is, um, natural fabrics tend to crease anyway, um, whether it's linen or cotton, um, that's unavoidable um, unless, you know, you put lycra through it, but that's not something that you know we just use natural fabrics um, where we can um but yeah it is it is less likely to crease as opposed to silk which is you know sometimes notorious known notoriously known to to crease more than other natural fabrics yeah well and the other thing with some silks is they become quite static Yes, so there is a really good tip for that. So if it does become quite static, you just put moisturising cream on your legs and it should be fine. Mm, yeah, but the, the oil doesn't go, doesn't ruin the silk? No, not, well, it depends how oily your moisturising cream yeah. is and if you rub it correctly, yeah. Yeah, okay. um, yeah and I think with the with the static as well, we, we tend to use like a, a heavier weight silk, um, which is a little bit more higher quality. Um, so you don't generally get a lot of static with that. Um, but yeah. What, what would you say are your best-selling items? 
Because you've got quite a big range of clothes. Yeah, so... Yeah, so we, um, I guess the premise behind the pieces that we bring out, we, you know, I wouldn't say where we bring out something every season and we bring out a huge collection every season. We generally drop pieces, um, you know, every two months and it's usually things that women can have in their capsule wardrobe forever. You know, it's that simple piece um, that you can pick up in. Yeah, you can pick up in two years' time, yeah, two years' time and it's still relevant. Mm. So with that, um, the best-selling piece that we have is just our simple V-neck silk slip dress in black Um, and it's been with us since, I think, 2018 since I relaunched the brand Um, and it it, it is really a bestseller and we, like, touch wood, we've actually had no returns. So every woman that purchases that does not return it. Um, And... Even more so now because what I've noticed is that when they purchase it, they always add a customising piece to it. So you can so you can purchase the piece as it is shot online or you can customise it. But generally women who purchase from us, they more so custom, customise their piece. So that just shows that women women don't want standardised clothing. Yeah. They want something a little bit more special to them. So, yeah, that, that's our, um, our bestseller is just the V-neck um, slip slip. In black, so yeah. Good. Okay, what's the what's the runner up? Ah, <laughs> uh, um, to be honest, it's it's um it's a round it's a round neck um linen dress in navy, and it's got like a wide silk strap a wide strap. Sorry. Yes. Um. So then we've we've done the wide strap so you can actually wear a bra with it as well. Mm. So it's pretty bra friendly. Mm. Um. And that suits someone who is a little bit more like bigger busted and needs that extra support. So it, it's not too far, but it is, it's our, our runner up is the linen version, but in a round neck. So, yeah. Yeah. Wow. Oh, you, you've actually got a big range, you know, but I, I agree with you. They're all, they're all timeless pieces that will last for, you know, years and years and years. Yeah. And that's the whole, the, yeah, the whole ethos behind the brand and, we really make sure that when we bring out new pieces that we um, we don't just sample on a size six or eight. We sample on real women's bodies um, and we sample an eight and we sample a larger size as well. So at the moment we're sampling on a size 18 woman because we're bringing out heaps of new um, silk uh, slip silhouettes for spring and summer. Um, and... So we're sampling on different body shapes because a slip on a size 18 will definitely look different to how it is on a size 8. Yeah. So we just want to make sure that as we extend our sizes that the pieces do actually suit. Mm-hmm. Um, so then our range is going to expand even further. We're going to have, you know, 20-plus more colours in some of our signature styles, so that's pretty exciting. Wow. I really, really love what you've done with this business model and brand. It's, it's quite unique. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, I um, I think it's it's really the way of the future, made to order. Uh, we are just the fashion industry is, you know, the second largest polluter, um, second to petrol, um, you know, the oil industry. And, you know, we just need to do things differently. And I think small businesses are the ones that are really, they're the change makers because we can pivot and we can be a little bit more nimble. And we can do things differently to to the larger brands. So 
uh, yeah, made to order. We we are just trying to tackle uh, one of fashion's biggest problems, which is inventory. Yeah. Um, there's just so much of it, and a lot of it, unfortunately, um, you know, whatever doesn't get bought is burnt and sent to landfill, mm. and surely that's not good no. for the environment. No. No. <laughs> My gosh, so what's your role in the company? Like what what do you do on a day-to-day basis? Uh, <laughs> I do a lot of things because we are still a small business. So I've got myself, um, I've got obviously my production team. So I've got a pattern maker um, and a cutter and, you know, all of that. But for me, myself, um, I just look after a lot of like the operational um, side of things. So I do... Um, you know, liaise with the production team to make sure that everything is, like, on time um, and to schedule. Uh, I also look after um, designing all the new pieces um, that are coming forward um, and just making sure, like, I'm a bit of a brand custodian um, as well and making sure that our vision is still, um, you know, whatever we do, it's aligned to our vision, I should say, um, which is to inspire confidence in women. So, Every project that we take on, everything that we bring out, all the messages, just need to make sure that it aligns to that. Um, and look, at, yeah, as a small business, you kind of like do everything, don't you? You're a bit of a, um, you dabble in all, all, all of the areas, um, but mainly it's more the operational side of things um, and just looking out for new opportunities um, mm. and I guess product development and marketing. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's oh, most everything. Yeah. yeah, isn't it? It's no. What what would you say is <laughs> some like one or a couple big learnings that you've ga- gathered along the way? Um, I think you have to go confidently in the direction of your dreams, um, and know that things take time. Uh, I feel that a lot of us need to learn to um, learn from the past to keep moving forward. I feel that during the journey I've had a lot of rejection, um, rejection from, you know, multitude of, of areas, whether it be, you know, retailers or whatever it is. Um, and I used to always think that's quite, that was a reflection of my brand and what I'm producing. But you just need to learn that it's see rejection as a redirection um, and kind of like stay positive and optimistic and really be proactive. Um, and I guess with the business model that I have now, it's, you know, you've just got to, you've got to challenge the status quo just because something is done a certain way and no one's doing it a different way. doesn't mean it's not right. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's one thing that, you know, it will be, as a small business, you need to learn is that, you know, just challenge everything, question things, um, ask why, embrace change, and also um, just listen to your intuition as well. If something doesn't feel right, don't do it. Um, I think that's a big thing too, um, yeah. that a lot of us, you know, we we tend to just not listen to that gut feeling and more, more, than, more than likely it is kind of right. Yeah. In some way. Yeah. Yeah. My gosh. I mean, your range, I feel like when I look at your website and your shop, that it is so needed. Like everything I look at there on there, I'm like, oh, I really like that. So, you know, to me, you've nailed it with the designs. 
um, and the options to suit, you know, a range of different ages and sizes. So you've done a great job. But to get there, I imagine it's been really full on and quite overwhelming. Um, Yeah, it's been, um, like I said before, it's been a dream journey but a hard road and that's just because I I, um, didn't know anything about fashion and Mm. I had to network um, and, like I said, there's a lot of rejection along the way and you need to stay strong and optimistic. Um, But, you know, when I I got into the business, I, I didn't know how to make a dress. I didn't know where all these manufacturers were in Sydney. Um... So I remember sitting on my lounge room floor and pulling apart, you know, garments that I've bought in my art and just learning how they are pieced together and how a pattern works. And I used to sit there cutting out, you know, butcher's paper and putting the, the things back together. And, yeah, it's, it's been really hard, but I think it's probably the best way because I learned so much about the business and the industry as well and I've really just done it in my own in my own way I haven't really followed I guess the rule book um that fashion that the fashion industry has the playbook I guess um because it's not my background so I've just I've done things my way and whether it's kosher I'm not sure but it's gotten to me where it's gotten where I am today and um yeah, so, um, yeah, it, it, it has been hard and every day as a small business owner, it, it is challenging. There are challenges. You're always putting out fires somewhere, somehow. <laughs> um, but I wouldn't have it any other way. Mm. I've just committed to the craziness that it is small business. So, yeah. <laughs> That's fabulous. All right, then. So where can everyone find your amazing styles and clothing? Yeah, so we are exclusively online um, and it's at N-A-T-A-L-I-J-A, thelabel.com.au. Amazing. And then all your Instagram and social media um, links are from there. And also I will put put all the links on the Relauncher website, which is relauncher.com.au. So Natalia, thank you so much for joining us here today. It's been wonderful getting to know all about you and your business. Thank you. Thank you for having me, Alison. I really, um, yeah, it was, it was fun chatting. <laughs>